Welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers, giving you the motivation and inspiration you need to make the most of your later years. Whether you're still in the planning stages or you're several years in, we'll share stories from boomers who refuse to act their age and continue to live a life inspired. Let them show you how being old can be new if you know what to do with your host, Terry Lorbeer. Hello and welcome to Kick-Ass Boomers. My guest today is Spider Johnson. Spider is a certified personal trainer. He has a BSBA from East Carolina University, and he suggests health and fitness become priorities for everyone. He is a 1957 issued geezer who lives in Florida. His new book is Let's Eat Right and Exercise, an entertaining senior fitness guide. Welcome, Spider. How are you today? Oh, I'm doing good, Terry, and thank you for having me on your show. You're welcome. I'm happy to have you because it's an important topic for boomers. It really is. This is our last chance to get and stay healthy. So tell me, what are the main points of getting fit? Well, I think so many boomers, well, anyone that wants to lose weight and get in shape, they don't realize exactly it, it's a simple process. It's it's not complicated. You don't need you don't need to be a PhD and know everything about it. It's it boils down to eating right and exercising. And just using common sense. And another thing is people, they're afraid to look at it in a long-term way. It's you're like I told you earlier, you, if you're not, you can't lose 30 pounds in, in two weeks. And that's just not the way it works. You have to make some changes in your lifestyle, but you can make it fun and just enjoy it instead of turning it into a job and don't fall for the gimmicks and fads. And just get out there and do it. Yeah, it's funny because a lot of my family members, they fell for the gimmicks. They're always on this diet or that diet. And then they lose the weight and then they gain it all back and more and they look worse. And I've been for years now. What I do is I take one thing and work on it at a time. First thing I did 10 years ago was get rid of soda. No more soda. So oh, I don't yeah. drink any soft drinks, no soda. I started working on getting more water into me. And then I started working on getting out and walking every day. Pick different things that you can do. And learn to eat right, eat better. And that takes some time to learn to cook better and buy the right foods. Yeah. And processed foods are such a, you know, some people go weeks at a time and never eat anything natural. They're eating oh, stuff out of a awful, box. Right? And I've been looking and I don't see any helpful, anything helpful about refined sugar. No. I mean, maybe it is, but maybe your body needs sugar, but you can get that in. You get a, a natural amount of in, in fruits and vegetables. And I think if you could just totally cut out sugar, and of course, we all have too much sodium also, which everything's covered in salt because they know that we'll buy it when it's covered in salt. And we um, eat more. When they give us salty foods, we eat more of it. That's what they want. They want to sell us more, right? That's the yeah, gimmick. If we would buy the right things, they would quit selling the other things. But right. they know they're experts in human behavior. Now we how we purchase our items and what turns us on. Right, right. And another thing is we got to got to get out and move. You got to get out from in front of that TV or electronic device or whatever, whatever's got you trapped. And it just take start out with five minutes or even two minutes. Like I know a girl who started out exercising for five minutes and every week she would add one minute and in a year. You, you've got an hour. So, and, and that's the best way to do it gradually. I mean, especially at our age, we've got injury problems and we don't, 
react like we did 40 years ago. No. No, you don't want to trip. You don't want to fall. So you don't want to be running. You want to walk. You want to just get out and move. That's the important thing. And I've found also that women seem to use a little more common sense about the getting fit at this age. And men, men go revert back to, to like the old lift a thousand pounds and get muscular and, and what they rip, they rip out their tendons and muscles. I think you saw some of those little uh, cartoons in the Cartoon book cat, yeah, where, <laughs> where the guy's in a wheelchair after he, he tried to lift too much weight. Now he's, he's decided he's just going to watch sports instead of play sports. So. Oh my. <laughs> well, I started walking as a way of losing weight, I guess about six or seven years ago. Then I was diagnosed with cancer, so I wasn't out walking very much until I started getting better enough where I could get out there. And then I started slow and I had to, because you're recovering from cancer, you're like exhausted. So I would pick a place that had benches and I would go and I'd walk and I'd sit on the bench a while. Then I'd walk to the next bench, <laughs> sit and relax a while. And yeah. even today I'll do that sometimes if I'm walking up and down some hilly parts of where I go walk, I'll sit on the bench for a little bit, get a little sun, relax, and then go on and walk again. So no one's saying you're running a marathon, but you got to get out and move and oh, you want to increase and do more as you go along. And there's ways to do it and there's ways to do it safely. But if you're not moving, you're dying. Well, I mean, I, I put more emphasis on walking than anything because of you learn that when you're a baby. So just get out there and start walking and moving those muscles and, and get yourself limbered up. And then maybe eventually get into some strength exercises with some little dumbbells. Yep. And really, I'm a big advocate of just staying flexible. I mean, right. the, I don't personally do yoga, but I do my version of it, which is just some incredible stretching. Just stay flexible at our age. And you, you got to do that before you even go walking. Yes. I mean, you should. Yeah. Otherwise, you could injure yourself, right? <laughs> yeah, even walking. Much yep. less these guys who they try to turn into Rambo again at 70 years old. Right, which is <laughs> <Yeah>. crazy. <laughs> and another really good exercise is dancing, but we've kind of gotten away from that. We don't go dancing anymore like we used to. Now, my father danced until he was like 85. He was out dancing a lot. And he could be on the dance floor all night and I would have to go and sit down and rest. Oh, I remember you mentioning that in that yeah. other show with, with Catherine. The right. He was a phenomenal dancer. And, and, but he also walked seven miles a day. So he walked and then he, he, did, he wasn't the best eater. He ate a lot of sugar. But sometimes you can compensate a little bit for that by dancing and walking, doing a lot of physical exercise. Yeah, exactly. Sure. So, yeah. So he lived to be 96. Was he a smoker? I doubt he was a smoker. Okay. No. You don't see no. many smokers make it to 96. Yeah. Yeah. Not too many. Now I'm trying to think, I don't know of anybody. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, actually I'm, I'm really into craft beer. So I guess the reason I'm bringing that up is you don't have to, you can still enjoy yourself. My particular item I love is craft beer. I drink it every day. Right. Um, but I mean, if pick you an item and, and, but you can't go crazy and you need to keep a handle on what you're eating. Right. So, and keep your protein sources very lean which is either lean meats or I eat a lot of egg whites just off and on during the day. And hmm. it's amazing what they, if, if you eat one egg white, you, you just don't have the, the hunger going on for a while. And I guess what I've learned is just how to eat to not let hunger come in. So just eat all the time, but right. eat the healthy stuff. Right. And then you're not 
I knew when I was inexperienced, I would like starve myself a little bit. And then you end up eating junk or crap or too much of something. I, I, I like the little meals all off and on all day. And then you're, you can exercise without a full stomach and just kind of keep it even. Right. I like to have some nuts too. I always like nuts. They're real healthy. Can't overdo it, but a handful of nuts is a really good snack too. Oh, I think they're great. As long as you stay away from the, you know, they try to salt those things to death and right. put every sort of preservative on, on some of them. So just get the, the dry roasted and the uh, unsalted. Yeah, I eat lots of nuts. Yeah. I, yeah. I think they're just almost nature's perfect food. Yeah. That's what caveman did. He ate nuts and berries and Right. In the book, I talk about him. Then he's got the energy to go back to cave woman. You know, see cave woman. Right. Cave woman. And how about, do you drink smoothies at all? Do you put together like a smoothie? I've got nothing against them, but they're just too much work for me. I just rather (laughs) eat the celery or the carrots and get the fiber. I guess you get the fiber the other way too. But yeah, basically, I guess that's just your preference. I just, I'd rather eat mine. In the most natural form. Great. I'm sure the smoothies are great. Yeah. And <laughs> um, I, I try not to drink orange juice. I'd rather, like you say, eat the orange instead of drinking orange juice. Yeah. And a lot of young people are drinking big, huge glasses of orange juice. All that sugar, that's not good. Yeah. Even though it might be natural, it's still too much. Exactly. And like I was saying, you got to try to enjoy this. If, if you're going to do it, try to have fun at it. Otherwise, you're not, it's not going to last. So, right. So just have the mentality that that you're going to go out and do it. And we were speaking earlier about the competitive part of it. Uh, I was telling you how my friends all have money and I was financially irresponsible. And so <laughs> I, I'm competing in, in this arena. Right. So, so, but that's the way to look at it. Whether you, you've got all these other things or not, you can just keep it to yourself. Say, I'm, I'm to be the best in my circle in fitness. And... Because that's something so universal is the whole, everyone, every language, every culture, state, fit is, you can have all the money in the world, but if you've got, if you're sick, it's just, what good is it? You're right. You're right. You'll spend all of your money trying to get better. That's what happens. It's happened to a lot of people over the years. And you don't feel good. You can't have a good time. You can't go dancing. Can't enjoy anything. No. So keep it fun and just. Do it every day or try to do it every day. Do it incrementally where you start out and you just add a little bit and add a little bit. And that way you're not letting injuries come into play and just surprise someone. Blow somebody's mind at the end and show them what you can do. Yeah. And start little groups, like maybe a little walking group. So you're walking with your friends, then you're being social at the same time, because as we age, it's important to be social, to be out with people. Yeah. So it's a good way just start a walking group and everyone walks or do your weightlifting together, form groups where you're doing it together because then you're more likely to do it if you're in a group. Oh yeah. We were speaking on the phone earlier about the villages and all the clubs. Yep. They have so many clubs there. They do. So, just stay active and yep. pick something and have fun and do it. Eat natural. Like I said earlier, the, the two biggest things are just don't overcomplicate it. it. It's not a difficult thing to comprehend. You don't just eat right. Use common sense and exercise and just realize that it's a long-term thing. Yeah. So, it's a forever thing. It really is. You're going to yeah. have to be moving and exercising, eating right the rest of your life, or it'll be a shorter life. It just will be. 
Yeah. It's important. So stay away from the TV. <laughs> oh, yeah. You were mentioning earlier about the TV, how they have subliminal messages, and I believe they do, and they're not good for us. So we need to stay away from the TV. Yeah. Well, they had, they, in the 50s, they had this thing where they, theaters would put one frame inside the movies in the movie theater of a popcorn. Right. And they noticed that when they put that one frame inside the movie, sales went up like 40 or 50%. Oh yeah. Over over when they did not have it in there. And that's and imagine the technology that they have now. If yep. they were doing that seventy years ago. Yep. So I don't want to go off too far into all that stuff, but I mean the same companies that do that, they you know, the, the big food companies, I mean, do they care more about making money and adding all that stuff to their food or do do they really care about us? Or I don't know. I think they care about their bottom line and they don't care about <laughs> us. So it's our job to advocate for ourselves. And that's with, if you're sick and you're going to the doctor, you better advocate for yourself. You better do your own research, even when you're going to a doctor, because nobody really cares about you. So yeah. you need to be the one that's actively advocating to keep yourself healthy by eating right, exercising, drinking enough water. And if you have to go to a doctor for any reason, do your own research. Don't depend on them. Don't say, yes, doctor, yes, doctor, because they're out. They can't help it. They have to make the holy buck. There's a lot of expenses in running offices and hospitals, and they're out for the buck. They're not going to necessarily do what's right for you. They're just not. So don't yeah, even I, think they will. Do your yeah, own research. I mean, I think they're they're ethical and everything, but you know, they're caught in that trap. They've been they're they've, caught in a trap. They've, yep. They've gone through through all this educational system and conditioning. And they, if you start going against the grain, you're, it's just, it, they're not wired that way no. at that point, I don't think. So you need second opinions and third opinions and get on Google and do your own research. And yep. I mean, this last COVID thing, I mean, it's made people do a lot of thinking about health. Yep. Oh, yeah. <laughs> and get some different opinions and Absolutely. There's a lot of opinions out there. There's a lot of things you can do. And my husband had a health scare recently and a lot of things were going on and the doctor wasn't really looking at the whole picture. They're looking, oh, symptom over here. They're not really analyzing the whole picture. So a nurse friend of mine said, oh my gosh, that shouldn't have happened. He needs to have his pancreas looked at. So we're in the process. He had an ultrasound and they found something. Now he has to go have a CAT scan. The doctor never suggested the ultrasound of the pancreas. She was just looking at this and that and not putting the whole thing together. But my nurse friend said his blood sugar went up so high, like uh, six weeks, it never should have done that. There's something wrong with the pancreas. So if a nurse can figure that out, you would think the doctor could, but you know what? They're bombarded. They don't have enough time. They're just looking at what they're seeing and they're, they're, they don't have the time to get the whole picture. But if you advocate for yourself and you talk to other people, you'll figure it out and get it done. So we yeah. did, we figured it out. But if yeah. we had just left it up to the doctor, who knows what would happen? Yeah. Yeah. My, my mother is 86 <laughs> years old and she's still in good health and mm. she was a nurse her entire life. And she, I guess maybe that's what kind of got me genetic, just genetically into this stuff is she's so, so intelligent. She's seen so many things and so much common sense that doctors would ask her what to do when nobody 
was watching and listening. So right, right. But yeah, she's the one who kind of steered me into this, I think, at an early Good. age. But yeah, it's well, nurses are smart and they see <laughs> a lot and they do all the hard labor. They see what's happening with the patient minute to minute, where the doctor doesn't. He comes in for that short little snapshot. So they know how to it, help a lot better than doctors sometimes. I mean, we still need doctors. I don't want to say we don't, but you have to remember you need to be your own advocate. And that's as far as you don't expect the food industry to want to feed us the right food. We got to go out and buy what's right. We can't and, expect them to do things for us. We've got to do it. And and really the people our age, it, if you're, maybe you're in decent shape, maybe you're in horrible shape, but it is what it is at the moment. Right. And you need to just start eating right and exercising and look at it as something that it's non-negotiable. It's, you have to do it. It's right. I mean, you're only going, you're just going downhill unless you, you make a change. And we were already three quarters of the way down that hill anyway, right? That's right. So, That's right. <laughs> so just, and one thing we haven't talked about is humor. Add, add some humor to all this. Right. When you're laughing and joking and having fun, and it just makes everything so much easier. It does. So just keep it easy, but inside have that fire burning and say every single day, I'm going to get out and I'm going to, I'm going to start out with five minutes or if you're doing 30 minutes or 40 minutes, but try to do it every single day right. and just slowly start changing your diet, get away from the processed foods. But I mean, that alone, just move your body and start eating more natural and the changes come in right there. Absolutely. And you don't have to do it overnight. Like you said, it's better to try and change one or two things at a time. Say, okay, I'm not going to eat as much meat this week, maybe, or I'm not going to eat any processed food for a couple of days. And then maybe you go back a little. I mean, because if you're used to processed foods, it's going to take a while to be able to wean off of them totally. But we don't eat processed food in my house. We have, my husband loves to cook, so he makes everything fresh. We have all fresh vegetables. Uh, we don't even have canned. We eat when, when my kids were little, we would eat canned vegetables. We don't eat that anymore. Everything's fresh. So yeah. it does make a difference. And I kind of, people say carbs are horrible. Well, really food is, food is protein, fat, and carbs. Right. So, okay, you eliminate your carbs. You, you're only, you only have protein and fat left. So fat is better than carbs. I, I can't, I just right. don't think that. <laughs> I mean, I mean, zucchini is a carb. Right. I think a lot of people just relate it to, to rice and potatoes covered with butter and sour cream. Right. But, but rice and potatoes, look at the Asians, how much rice they eat. Yeah. They're not, uh, they're not fat. Nope. Nope. I think you I lived in Thailand for a while. And, um, oh, did you? Oh, I didn't nice. see many, many fat Thai people. Over no, there and they ate, you don't they see ate. many fat Asians of any of those countries. Asian people are thin. Yeah. They just, they move and they're. Yep. They don't eat a lot of processed foods. I guess that's, I guess that's probably changing a bit as they, society brings in Western food, but. Right. Um, we're killing them, unfortunately. I mean, in Europe, the Europeans were always very thin. Some of them still are, but as long as they start importing fast food restaurants, the young people are getting fat like we are here. So yeah. it's a shame because. The Europeans used to walk a lot. They would walk constantly. They would, they drink a lot of beer and wine, but they're eating better and they're walking. Oh yeah. I love that European culture. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Me too. Me too. And it used to be, I was over there in the seventies. I think it was, yeah, 1771. 
And on Sunday, all the stores were closed and you could walk around town and look in the windows. And that's what people did. Yeah. They they still do a lot of walking, I think. Yeah. They do. They do. Way more than we do. And I remember I was over there in, I think it's Belgium. And a guy had made his first trip to America (laughs) and he came back and he, I said, well, what did you think? He said, he said, I was shocked at how many people were so overweight. So I guess it's horrible. I mean, I have relatives in Germany and a lot of them were riding their bikes into town to do their shopping and they would shop every day. They don't buy a whole lot of food like we do. They go in and buy fresh every day, ride their bike in, go back home. Then they're walking. Then they're doing their housework. I mean, they're always moving and they don't sit in front of the TV the way we do. They don't. We, I think, are the one nation that sit in front of the TV all night long. That's all Americans do is watch TV. And more and more so um, all day, too. All day, too. Yeah. (laughs) A lot of boomers that are retired. Yeah. All. It's terrible. That's my message. Get up off the couch. Get out of the house. I talk a lot about volunteering. Go out and volunteer. Do something at the hospital or the library or help kids that need help learning how to read. There's so many places to volunteer so that you're out of the house. You're doing something to help others. You'll feel better about yourself and you're making new friends on top of it. Volunteering is huge. Get out there and shop every day. And and that reminds me, I visited Hong Kong and some of them shop every meal. They'll shop three times a day because, you know, they just go down their apartment building shop around the block right and and that brings it brings us to a point of keeping your food fresh the the fresher the food i read the more it retains nutrients and and just generally tastes better to me absolutely and it's not processed and make it flavorful with some spices and uh, maybe some peppers or something and go easy on the butter and sour cream and heavy oils and just treat your body like a machine it's yeah. Like a, like it's a machine that needs good fuel. <laughs> right. And just keep it moving and that's all you can do. And then pray that you don't get some sort of something from somewhere else. Right. Right. <laughs> but you know, you can combat almost anything. Like I said, I had cancer. I had some chemo. I got over it. And one thing that I used to hate salads, I just didn't like them. I didn't grow mm. up with them. So I just never got used to them. I hated salads, but I knew that I had to start incorporating a salad a day once I got off the chemo. So I started eating salads and now I actually like them, but it took me a while. So now I eat my salad every day and that's been a healthy thing. I drink a lot of water. I walk. You just have to, you have to uh, decide if you want to live a healthy life or not. And then you just have to do certain things and you have to do them every day. I do drink coffee in the morning, but then the rest of the day it's water. Now, my husband drinks iced tea. I keep telling him you need more water. Iced tea isn't the same. You've got to be, your body needs water, but there's water in there. Not the same. That's what everyone tells you. But there's water in iced tea. You need water, right? Yeah, I've got a whole uh, section on water in, in the book. And it's just, that's all I drink too, except, well, I drink two cups of coffee, water all day, and then beer. Some yeah, beer. and that's fine. <laughs> I might have a glass of wine every now and then and. It gives but me heartburn the, now, so I don't always drink the wine anymore. So, but, but yeah, soft drinks and there's so so much trickery involved in any beverage, right? I mean, you look at the the headline shouting out at you on the can, and you think, well, that sounds healthy, right? And then you start looking at what's in it, 
and it's not healthy. It's right. If it tastes good, you might have it, it, that's a red flag. Right. Even things like Gatorade, they're not that healthy. Oh, they tell no. you to drink Gatorade after exercise. No, that's not good for you. And and also the calories. If it's right, if it, just the calories alone. If you're trying to lose weight, and, and many baby boomers are, it's just it, that's what you have to like have a have an attack on everything and just cut back on every single thing. Right. And. And just go more natural and it'll work. And and then once you get used to it, you'll taste some of that stuff that you used to love. I don't know if it happens with you, but I'll taste some of that that stuff. And I don't even want it anymore. It's just yeah. so you get used used to natural foods in. Right. It's almost like going back to before we literally caveman days when you just everything was instinct. Instinct. You you go Hunter gatherers with their nuts and berries, and then I guess the meats would be no hormones, no steroids. It would be right. a rabbit or wild pig or, or the Native American Indian with the buffalo and the deer and the venison. My brother, he lives on big acres of land in Central Florida, and and he that's all he eats is wild game. Good for him. So, so he's he does it because he's so tight with his money. I think. <laughs> hope, he's not, hope, he's, hope he's not listening. He's did a better job than I do. So, <laughs> but I'm sure he's very healthy from eating the wild game, right? Natural foods, right? Rather than you know what we get in the soup and the meats we get in the supermarket are full of hormones and bad stuff. They really are. So we need to stay. I mean, you're going to want to eat some of it, but stay away from it as much as you can. Yeah, I saw he, he had a wild turkey about a year ago, and I looked at it. And the legs on the wild turkeys are skinny, really. They're not, they're not. And, and then you look at what you buy in the store and, and right. that something they're pumping into that turkey is doing that. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Well, I hope your message is getting through. I'm planning on moving to the villages. And one of the reasons is it's so active down there that there's so much to do. Every day you can do what there's exercise classes, there's yoga, there's swimming, there's golf. There's just so much to do. I like their hours. They get it, get all that stuff done in the morning. And then it's bars and restaurants are packed at one o'clock. Right. But if you go to bed at night, they're all in bed. If you go to a restaurant at seven o'clock at night, they're empty. That's right up my alley. That place, it is something, isn't it? It is. There's a lot to do. It's and, and it's warm in Florida. I'm up in Pennsylvania. So in the winter, it's a little bit harder to be out there walking. I'll walk even if it's cold. I'll just bundle up. But if it's slippery, I won't go because I don't want to take a chance of falling and breaking something. So I'll just try and do some things at home instead. Uh, I can walk up and down my steps and get exercise doing that. But I don't go out when it's snowy or slippery or anything. So when I'm in Florida, it'll I'll be able to walk every day. I really I can't wait. But I'm in the process of getting the house ready to sell it, move down. Um, so hopefully by the end of the year. Oh, yeah. Well, wait until uh, September or October because you know how hot it is. I know. These, these hot, humid, hot, humid summers yes. here. Yes. <laughs> and then you have to adjust. Then you either walk really early in the morning or late at night. I yeah. mean, you can still do it. Or you go exercise somewhere in the gym where it's air conditioned. Yeah. So you just, cause it's like the winners here, you have to adjust, but I'll just adjust when I'm down there. But I think I'll have a lot more nice days to be able to walk and do things. Yeah. We'll have to see you in Florida. 
<laughs> yeah, yeah, can't wait. So tell my audience where they can find your book so that they can buy it and learn from it. Probably the simplest way would be go to spiderjohnson.com and that's spider with a Y, S-P-Y-D-E-R. And there's links on every page to the book. Or you could go to Amazon and just type it in. But make, the book just went out, just came out. So you need to type out Spider Johnson, Let's Eat Right and Exercise. And I'm sure it'll pop up with that, but doesn't have a lot of history behind me as it yet. Right. But yeah, just go to my website. It's a very simple website and it'll lead you to a link that you, you just click on it. Hopefully the website's entertaining a little bit. I tried to put some funny things in there, just like the book. Like the um, book with all the little cartoon characters. It's a yeah, lot of the fun. Yeah. The little yeah. poems and stuff. And and then there's little fictional stories about a, a, a zucchini who is a drunken, drunken womanizer. And all his girlfriends, they catch him and he really pays the price for his philander. Right. Right. I <laughs> read so, that. That was cute. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, yeah. I just put that in there. So. Because all these books, you can read, do this, do that, and you put in a little bit of humor, maybe they'll go on to the next chapter. Yeah. <laughs> and we all knew we need more fun in our life because all of us have gotten way too serious. I remember when I was younger, people laughed all the time. People don't laugh anymore. <laughs> it's really a shame. It's hard. Now, I went out with a girlfriend a couple of weeks ago. We drove out to Gettysburg, and we were talking and laughing the whole time. And then we met one of her friends for dinner and her friend said, oh, my God, your friend Terry is so much fun because I'm like, let's what are we serious about? Let's just have fun. Talk about fun things like why is life so serious? Laughter is good medicine. It really is. Oh, it's the best. Yeah. And at what point do you stop worrying about making another if you've got three million dollars? I mean, at what point does that extra million compare to just doing what you want? Unless that's what you love. Exactly. You know, exactly. You know, but, but, and hopefully if you're doing it and you do love it, you're laughing along the way a little bit too. My husband used to do interior design and he would go and laugh with his customers. He would give them recipes in the kitchen and the women just loved it, but he made it fun. He goes, yeah. I have to work every day. If I can't have fun while I'm working, what is life worth? It's not. So he made his job fun. So I think anyone can do that. There's ways to make it fun, keep it light and happy. And make exercise fun too, like dance, get out there and dance, walk with friends. There's lots of ways to add some fun into exercise oh, yeah. so Just, that you want to do it more and more. To me, it's part of life. It's what I want to do. I'm retired now. I don't, I love the podcast and I'll keep doing that, but I don't want to be doing anything else. I want to be out working, walking, enjoying life, having fun. I love to garden. I want to garden. I want to do the things I love to do. So that's what we were promised in retirement, right? A lot of yeah. people aren't getting that, but you'll get more of it if you keep active and involved and eat the right food. You really will. You'll have more good times. Eat right and exercise. Absolutely. You've got it. You've got <laughs> it. So if anyone, if you didn't have time to write down Spider's information, when you go to kickassboomers.com, you can click on episode number 87. All of the show notes will come up with Spider's contact information. And don't forget to buy his book so you can get lean and healthy and have many more years with family and friends. And remember to listen to all of my other great episodes. And your podcasts are very good. So thank you. Your listeners need to know that. Go forget me. Go listen to all the other <laughs> podcasts. There's some really good <laughs> ones so that you can have all that good information because I have so many great baby boomers I've interviewed. It's wonderful. Oh, yeah. You do a great job. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. 
Well, thanks for being a guest on Kick-Ass Boomers today, Spider. I love all of the information. I hope boomers will take it to heart, get off the couch, get away from the TV, and keep moving and eating right. Yep, It's simple. Just do it. It is. You're right. You'll live longer and you'll be happier. That's it. You don't need money for that. You just need to keep moving and eat right. You'll be fine. That's right. (laughs) Yep. Okay. Thank you. Okay. Thank you, Terry. You're welcome. We appreciate you joining us for this episode of Kick-Ass Boomers. For more information on today's guest, along with the show notes and other inspiring resources, buzz on over to kickassboomers.com. And don't forget to join our Kick-Ass community on Facebook or LinkedIn to continue the conversation. Be bold, not old.